Ready, go. Alrighty, ladies and gents, welcome to uh, another podcast. Well, it's been a long time. A long, long time. Well, you can see we've got the, uh, the lovely Jordan Davis. <laughs> How are you, man? Yeah, doing decent, doing decent. Doing decent, that's good to hear. Better today. Better today. <laughs> yeah, we just, came, if you've watched the last video, you'll know we just came off a table time session. Uh, nice, sweaty did, and uh, You felt a lot better today than I've felt during the last month. Yeah, I f- probably feel better today than I have in the last mm. I imagine mentally you're going to walk away feeling better after today too because you, oh, yeah. you were you were pinning me in many positions today. Yeah. Um, what's been going on? Oh, last man. last month, you, you, you've, you I'll, I'll say it, you felt, I've said if... I'd probably be the Australian, 25, 30% If farm wrestlers were shares, I'd be selling. Yeah. I've been saying. Well, that's good because I, I, I know a couple of people that want to invest. <laughs> want to buy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, GameStop, right here. GameStop, the share market. Let's let's lift him up because I'm as I'm short selling Jordan, everyone jumps on. It makes me go bankrupt. But anyway, yeah, that's on a serious note. What's been going on? I'm wrestling. Got a new coach. Yeah, Coach Ray on board. Coach thankfully, Ray. yep. No, okay. really glad to have him on board. Um, I've needed the the power bases of. Oh yeah, nice, nice. Ooh, I like Ooh. the. Ch- um. Yeah, no, I've really needed the power base um, fundamentals for a long time now. Mm. So it's been a long time coming and eventually we will get there. Eventually. Ray, Ray is killing me at the <laughs> moment. I've just repeated last week's session and my arms are wrecked. But mm-hmm. um, no, I'm, I'm loving it. Um, Ray, I see Ray and I respect Ray because he doesn't, take me as a, you know, cookie-cut arm wrestler. Mm. Uh, I believe that Ray takes each person's strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. knows what they want out of his training, and then has just, you know, mm. kind of said, hey, this is where I think you need to develop to, to get to where you want to be. Mm. And, you know, well, you I think, want to be stronger. Uh, yeah, I, I believe Ray really has a tried and tested system. Mm. La- part of the Latvian crew. Um, yeah, 100%. I, be- I believe that, that core group of arm wrestlers has produced... A number of world champions, mm. so you know that when you when you do a program derived from that region of the world, that it's going to be complete with everything you need to get you to the highest level. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's 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 got its own flavor. The Latvian flavor we've seen a bit of it through Lachlan Adair's progression mm. in the last year under Giannis. Yeah. Um, Ray's is slightly different, so I hear. Yeah, I hear too. <laughs> like yep. Ray and Giannis are competing with each other on <laughs> who can produce the better students. So don't let Ray down. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, well, um, you're you're a good advertisement for him. At the, at the end of the day, a lot of people, myself included, have been saying for years, if you get base power, you are going to wreck people. I hope so. Because what you, <laughs> I'll be a bit disappointed if I if I finally yeah. get it <laughs> and you it doesn't can't. help me. We, we've you've been touted as the as the love child of Devin Larratt. You basically Ish. are a mini version of Devin Larry. I mean, and by mini, you're not that much smaller. You're just no. a little bit smaller. Yeah. You're not quite yeah. as tall, but your elbow haven't, to fingertip is haven't filled is the frame like, the same. you know, Devin yeah. went through the same thing, filling his frame. Yeah, I, I do think that... Because how old are you at the moment, Jordan? 25. 25 just 25, turned. Just turned 25. Fresh. Happy birthday. Quarter of a century. <laughs> I do think when you turn 35, you're going to be a very different body than you are now. Yeah. Uh, your metabolism will slow down a bit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That, Everyone's going to say you're going to regret don't, that. People but don't, no, I am not. People don't believe how many calories you eat to put on weight, yep. do they? No. And if you if you eat any less than that, you just back down. 
like a, every time that I try, I go between eight to ten thousand. Like to <laughs> did you hear, you hear that? Eight to, to ten thousand calories, and that gets me up within like five it, it, weeks. But it's, but it's hard to maintain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mentally. And, and then like I've got to keep that going. I've worked it out that I've got to keep it going for another five to eight weeks to try to get it to stay. Yeah, because last time I kept it six thousand calories for three weeks after, mm-hmm. and then I ended up losing eight of the kilo, twelve mm. kilos that I uh, that you put on. Yeah, that I put on. Yeah, and when you put on twelve kilos, you still look lean. You still look healthy. You still. Everyone says, "Oh, wow, you look great." Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, it's not you don't see fat on you. I feel healthier. My shoulders see... feel healthier. My joints feel healthier. But then your body makes. I you, work hard. Yeah, I you work hard. <laughs> work at a bunch of hours every week, and yeah. your metabolism is high. And you're you inherently are an intermittent faster by habit, aren't you? Like yeah. You, yeah, naturally. Naturally, you just happily don't eat for the first half of the day. Yeah, pretty much. And then I yeah. just go. And I can relate to that. I can totally relate to that as. I'm a I'm a nibbler. I don't eat. I don't do well with big meals. I get full really quickly on a big meal. Yeah. Um. So I just nibble, nibble, nibble. So I I can understand the the dramas, but your metabolism is still huge. Yeah. And I think it'll slow down. And I'm in it a will. physical job, and yeah. you know, working a hot shed. So doesn't, yeah, doesn't it'll, help it'll, <laughs> Where for me, I, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm totally blessed. I I do nothing physically unless I'm arm wrestling training. And I arm wrestle. Tra- that's the only time I'm physical is or arm wrestling training, and so I get I get to dedicate all of my body's energy to to basically my right forearm. Um, <laughs> and then, I'm, then I'm just sitting at, sitting at a cafe, <laughs> working on social media or editing a video or something like that. Is so. that why you always go on that side of the camera so your left arm doesn't look disproportionate? Well, yeah. If I if I flex and hold this peg, my left arm looks alright. Looks okay. But you chuck it on the other side whilst your right arm's here. It's it's like, like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so so your weight is 86 kilos at the moment. Yep, holding steady. Okay, so that's 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 a good new normal for you because you 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 used to. It wasn't long a year ago. You were 83 as your yeah, and then what the last comp I randomly walked in, I was 79 kilos back in uh, what was that? For Australian, that was 2018 Nationals. I just walked in thinking I was over 80 kilos, about 84, and I was yes. 79. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, under 80s today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then Zlotti wasn't hard to cut down to 78. Can you tell us about your Zlotti? You just mentioned Zlotti. Um, I, I think a lot of people on YouTube perhaps don't realise uh, how well you did at Zlotti uh, and don't mm. realise how close you were to being one of the historic uh, moments in Zlotti. Um I would love that. Tell, tell <laughs> All us. of us would have loved that. Tell, Come on. Oh, yeah. It would have... Anyone would We'll build up to this, this moment. But tell, <laughs> tell us about what happened to Zlotty for you. Um, so Zlotty, um, we had that nice plane ride. Mm. Mm. 30 hours in the air. <laughs> yeah, whilst a, mass- I was, a massive layover in Germany. Yeah, whilst I we, was... We, uh, we fly over Poland. On nibbles and... Yeah, you Nibbles <laughs> and a little bit of water. You had to... Because you had to get to 78 kilos, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was only 83 before I cut. So it was like yeah. 5 kilos, yep. 10 whatever pounds type thing. Yep. But... Um, so you went into the 78 kilo category. Um, for IFA on left. IFA. So you, you cheekily <laughs> went into IFA... <laughs> uh, and, and laid down, didn't you? Yeah, you didn't even yeah. pull. And I was watching you pull. I was watching you lay down, and I was like, the, the arm wrestler in me was, <laughs> was, I was dying at the time. I'm like, good. I'm like, I Jordan, like, 
Just win it. Just do it. Just stop like yeah. Just freaking win the EFA. I, I like chucked my elbow in. I like got a, my full setup on left, and I was like, "Yep, I feel good." And yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, it, I was." Dying. And then turned the shoulder. I was like, Gah. "Literally, literally, I was coming up to you during the, when you went to the B draw, and I saw you lay down against the dude, and he was." One of the favorites to win it, and I said, "How did you feel?" And he's like, "I could have belted him if I wanted to." And I'm like, "Dude, just freaking really win it! Felt good. Just freaking win it! Just win it for left. It's left. Who cares?" And you're like, "No, you laid down." Oh. anyway. So, but that resulted in it, me having enough energy on left. And the reason you did that was yeah. so you could weigh in a day earlier. Because yeah. you just wanted to drink. To I just eat, wanted to eat. I just wanted to drink. Everyone else was starting to weigh in, you mm. know, for all, yeah. for everything else anyway. So yep. I was like, oh. You know, so you, so that you're extra... waiting, you wait in a day early. You competed yeah. in the EFA on left only. You laid yeah. down despite having probably the ability to win EFA world title if you wanted, but it, it would have been good. Like I, def- I definitely felt like I could have made podium. Yeah, yeah. On the on your shitty arm. On my shitty arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Zlotti comes around. Um, feeling good. Feeling good. Tell I, I don't even remember what you did on your left arm, but I don't really care. I got fifth. Fifth on left. Yeah. Okay, well, I should maybe I should care. <laughs> you did well. How many rounds did you win? How many did you lose? To I get think the fifth? I won. What three? Three wins, two losses. Yeah, okay. yeah. On left, that's solid in Zlotti. Yeah, I felt um, really good. And the last loss was a uh, elbow that uh, no one could see. The elbow, the mystery elbow, <laughs> the bubbles. mystery elbow bubble. <laughs> I do think that we were looked at through a varied. Uh, critical. The amount of times I've looked at that video, I'm so like, there no. is, there is not like, <laughs> you can't zoom in any further, and you're like, there is nothing. Like that's my elbow, and I'm like, I can't. Like it's, it's right there. It just moves forward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 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 we saw our opponents get away with uh, massive elbow fouls. Oh, that was some elbow so fouls. And I was like, how did you yeah, not my, see like the other guy's whole forearm through that? Gap, yeah, like yeah. Well, my, my opponent on the left, um, from uh, Sweden, what's his name? Vice mm. That big elbow foul. Yeah. El- down ref looking directly at it. at it, and no call. Yeah, and I didn't see because I'm competing. I'm looking up here, and yeah. then and then people in the crowd say to me when I get out, they're like, "Dude, that was the biggest elbow foul I've ever seen in my life," and they didn't call it. And I'm like, "What?" And I go look at the video. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that was huge." Wow. Okay. But anyway, back to your, your performance. Left, you finished fifth, and you did pretty well. Um, but the right is where you kind of did but didn't and so very nearly found yourself in the final of Zlotti Tour. Yeah. Undefeated. Um, would have been good. Would have been... I, I, I believe... I'll t- get you to tell me the story of the match in a moment, but to paint the context for you, YouTube, and listeners on Spotify, um, Jordan Davis went... Undefeated, boom, 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 boom. I think the first three rounds, you cleaned up, no worries at all. You were then one win away from being in the A-Draw final, which, of course, if you make the A-Draw final, you can't miss the podium. Yep. And you faced Patrick Berg. Mm-hmm. And I believe you beat Patrick Berg twice. I thought I was going to. Well, I, I think you did everything to beat him <laughs> twice, and you just somehow ended up with a loss. How, yep. did, how did that match play out? Uh, so, it, we had a... We had a mini super match, to be honest. It was three rounds <laughs> in the end. So um, we set up, um, and um, I felt I felt fine. I knew Patrick was strong going in, and you know, obviously, you have to respect the man. He's been in it over a decade, so um, definitely, you know, not taking it lightly. So um, we slipped apart. Pretty pretty simple. 
we both went for a top roll, no worries. And I, and at that point, I realised that he was going to try and top roll me. So okay. I just I just thought, chucked all thought, my chips in, and I was thought, like, I'll yeah, let him walk straight to this, this yep. the lines then that he's yep. going to. He doesn't know what's about. And to I, I went under when when we oh, slipped because so he, he, he was knuckles high. Yep. So I slipped out and I I dragged my hand through his hand, laying to, all the all the perfect traps for him crazy. to be confident. <laughs> <laughs> but like his his rise and, and wrist felt really strong so I, it was an easier thing for me to do rather than try and fight for the height it was just to slip straight through yep. um, and then straps go on I'm feeling good and I know what I do is I lay I lay the bait you yep. know when I, when I set up in a strap against a top roller I don't show all my all my chips mm. you know um, so it's best for for me not to do that that way when they turn it on, I can contain it with what I've got and then attack. Mm. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Patrick went to drag back, chop, and pronate, and I caught, went forward with my hand, and then I just unleashed my hit, got to within... Busted his wrist back. Yeah, busted Well and wrist, truly. Well and truly. Um, went down, um, didn't have enough to make it to the pad in my head, so I thought, I'll go back up. And I've got no worries swinging again because... Mm. I'm well, if you saw that last video of us training, you, <laughs> when you swing, you swing well. Yeah. So you're going to go for a swing? Yep. Um, so I, I've come back probably centre. Mm. Um, and then I've just gone to hit it again and Patrick's lifted his elbow up in last ditch effort to... Because he knew he'd lost the match right then and there. He, he knew he was about to be pinned. Yeah. Yeah, it was and, very, and he admitted that afterwards. He was, was like, I was, had to do it. It was very obvious he was about to be pinned. You had full hand control and your side pressure was accessible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that second surge was going to be good night. And he went, did the old, Whoa, which is a rule that I don't like about uh, yeah. strict refereeing that, that you can and, deliber- and call, deliberately fail and get a restart. Yeah. I, I'm I, I a called deliberate and, you know, tried tried to get it that way. And, you know, the ref said to me, you know, you slipped out. That was deliberate. So I was like, oh, well... Yeah, well, I mean, it was as, it was as deliberate as an elbow can yeah. be. It was a deliberate. You did that. Yeah, on the way down. To as the you as you were, a, <laughs> I was in the, I was in, in the it. motion. I was, of, I was you went like that. I was halfway to the pad as he's lifting so his elbow. Conjecture there. Had you said protest, you might have been given the win right there as a foul and a losing in a losing position from yeah Patrick. potentially yeah. So I actually think you did win that match right there. But restart, we continue. We start round two. What happens? Round, round two. two. <laughs> I have it again. <laughs> you, you, you uh, the same setup. Same yep. I'm I'm feeling good, and I know that Patrick's changed his game plan. He's he's tucked in with his shoulder. He's rising high. He's got more supinated threats through his hand, and he goes in for the the lovely little flop, you know, wedge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hit, and I feel great. I get him out of the shoulder. I move back to contain, and then as I go to drive forward over the top, I get it that that lovely little micro elbow foul that I absolutely hated. And you were in a position, again, I know what it feels like to be in the position that Patrick was in there against yep. you. It's not a good position. It's not a position you lose matches from when no. they're stopped. Unless he had some absurd amount of side pressure to draw on, which he didn't because yep. he'd already established that. Um, there, he was going to get twisted under mm. um, and subsequently you were going to do your little wiggle, 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 done. Yep. And you were being patient then because you didn't want to... Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to, you know, get control and then go, okay, get this mm. done. Let's get to the finals, you know. Mm. Mm. Bingo, bango, bongo type thing. And so then, the micro <laughs> overfoul, so round three. Round three. 
Ready to go. You've, 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 you've done the hard work twice. Yep. And you've won the match twice in respect to the hand control, yep. in respect to the shoulder line. Yep. The finish was there. Oh, no, no pin. Elbow yeah. foul. The finish was there. Oh, shit, I elbow fouled. Your fault. So yep. I don't count that My one fault. as a win. So it's 1-1. Yep. One, one. And then what happens? <sighs> Round three. Round three. I, f- I get in control again. Patrick yeah. goes for the drag <laughs> version of a you know, flop, yep. flop defense. And, you know, credit to him. He's got a great pronated... Flop hook? Yeah, flop... Basically trying to swan it. Yep. You know, chuck the wrist back, drive up with the thumb and pronate. Um, and then he really tucks tucks back with the drag. So mm. um, almost, you know, a bad version of Michael Talk King's move. Mm. Again, um, it was something I was doing to you tonight. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, yep. And I felt fine. Um, but as I came back from my initial surge, which I I was trying to be controlled so I didn't get another elbow foul. So I just take him out of his shoulder. I come back for control and Patrick does a brilliant drag and drag me out so I'm like okay that's fine and he starts to apply down pressure which I usually in this moment hit the hermit mm. and people are like what the what's the hermit <laughs> what is the hermit it's, yep. it's, it's the hermit is one of those beautiful hand based defences against the press I've ever felt I feel I created yeah, <laughs> yeah no no it, this was something we didn't learn from anyone this is something we learned by discovering yeah. And, uh, Basically, where you, where you aim to change your uh, pressure from rising in a top roll uh, while someone's trying to flop to basically cupping through their, their thumb and taking away their pronated drive, turning them palm up. So while, whilst maintaining a static rising pressure in your arm, you, yep. you create pronation, heavy you, down pressure. Yeah, in your heavy hand. down pressure through their arm and across their shoulder line. Despite being in a, the lower the loop, third. Yeah. Yeah, you, you start to go down. You turn the pressure onto their their arm yeah. rather than them putting you, it. Off you famously yours. held up Danny Tesh's press with that move, and he had to elbow foul to get a restart again. Yep. Lots of people like restarting against you. Richard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the match stops, I feel really good. <laughs> people, the match stops against you, and people foul deliberately. Danny. Yep. Anyway, we're, we're not talking. Right. We're talking about Patrick. So, what, can you continue. What happens? Yeah. So, um, I get into my usual defense. Um, and I feel good, Patrick hasn't pinned me, he can't surge through anymore, and I start to move my shoulder around to, to get more defensive, um, and then I start to apply my, my usual force, which is basically pushing across the opponent. Wedging up? Yeah, wedging up across the opponent's shoulder line. So mm. um, imagine you're trying to win shoulder line in a match of a hook. I basically push my cup over someone's palm mm. um, and, and turn they, their pronation over. And they give, and they give over. you a warning. Yeah, a uh, warning. yeah, they're like, um, don't push. You know, um, if you push him off, it's going to be a deliberate foul. And you're already on a foul, for and I'm already moment. on a foul. So I, I tuck back. And I'm like, okay, I, I'll try it from another angle, and, and I try and move towards the my hand peg, the, my left mm. hand peg, mm. t- to change the angle because I'm like, okay, it isn't as strong if I go this way, but mm-hmm. I can still do it. And as I go to do it, they warn me again that if I push him off, it's a foul. Oh my god! Um, because Patrick's already at the back trying to drag back. So it looks like I'm trying to push him off, but in reality, I'm trying to curl over the top of his hand, and he's turning his shoulder out to to mm. stop the. So, you, and and for, for you weren't trying to push the dude off. You, no. You're simply controlling the hand. And yeah, you've got every right to to come forward, move forward. On, the, on the pad. Yeah, I only moved forward probably half half the pad. Yeah. Um, and I didn't apply the 
the over force that I usually do, which is like yeah. where my arm gets more vertical and then I crush me, over me, the top. For me, what characterizes an illegal push off the pad is is where it's like a sudden, it's yeah. like it's a deliberate punch. direct punch down the yeah. line of their forearm to, yeah. to push them off. That is, but but if, but but countering like that to get height and hand pushing control, through. Oh my and goodness, no, that's not. Yeah, it's disappointing. So, so um, I I retreat back again and I go, okay, I'll just I'll just stick here a little bit longer and hold, and then basically Patrick drives me out of my shoulder as I'm retreating, and I get out and I try and hold it up, but I can't because I'm, yeah, I'm too far out of my shoulder now, and mm. I've I've been pressed down, and Patrick gets the win. Mm, yeah and so and man that that guy like all credit to him he is a strong guy like he does he looks like he's carved out of stone yeah he really does he's like taken a granite ball and just (laughs) carved out the rest what what wasn't needed he's like proper calvin klein model material yeah absolutely he's He's got that slick hairdo yeah everything yeah but um it, it, the the disappointing thing from for me, I'm sure for you, I was watching it and I, and I, I, I saw Don't you. Started. I saw you win the match in every round and lose. Yeah, you won. You you did everything to win the match three times, uh, and for three different reasons, each round was stopped. Yeah, um, and eventually given to Patrick. Um, and I think you were kind of ripped off, to be honest. Ripped mm. off, my opinion. But the reason I I uh, <laughs> reason it was so significant, YouTube. Um, was that if you had have gotten through that round, you were in the A-draw final. Yep. And you would have faced another top roller. Yes, my bread and butter. You had the dream run where you were going to get five top rolls in a row. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and you never gripped that guy, so we don't know how you would have gone. But it's, I tried to hunt him down, it's hey. Safe to say, <laughs> it's safe to say uh, you were the favourite. In that circumstance, in my head, if I if I had beaten Patrick Just with with the with the time layover as yeah, well, I think to so. finals, I would have. Oh. And, uh, just knowing what I knowing knowing how hard it is to top roll you at my weight mm. and at my size and at my caliber, uh, a seventy eight kilo top roller, I I don't know that there are seventy eight kilo top rollers out there that haven't pre planned how they're going to take you on mm. that. Uh, are able to beat you because of your ability to disguise your threat. Yeah. Your ability to disguise your the threat only, the is only, yeah. phenomenal. And the, that factor alone puts you above so many people, particularly when you, they first meet you. Mm. So I feel like you you win that. Um, the only two people that, that would have put I you have in the final final as the undefeated yeah. guy, the top roller would have gone down to face the other hooker. I can't remember these guys' names. I do apologize. Oh, yeah, no. I couldn't. I didn't even know Eastern them, European I, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, the top roller beats the hooker in the slot. Flash pin. He did it easy. And it would have led back to you. And theoretically, you were in a position where you could have then won the Zlodita on your debut, which has only ever been done by John Brazil. No one else has done it. No one else <laughs> has done it. Let alone a non-European. Yeah. With, with, the, with the, of course, exception of the very first Nemiroff that ever happened. Yeah, yeah. But no one has ever just come out of the out of the, the blocks like that and uh, done it, with the exception of John. People like Todd Hutchins won it on their second occasion. Mm. Um, but, yeah, John's the only one who just turned up and went, I'm the man. And you, you're very <laughs> close. Uh, it hurts. It does. It, it hurts everyone. It, it, it does mm. because, like, that day... I, you know, I wasn't feeling like 
the strongest version of me, mm. but I felt like the strongest 78 kilo version of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely you know? feel better at 86 than 78. But yeah, yeah. relative to 78 kilo guys, you're you're a monster. Yeah. You're uh, like a, you're you're incredibly tall. Your hand is enormous for a 78 kilo guy. Yeah. At the end of the day. So and and, and you you use it phenomenally well. You, mm. There's no lack of technical ability anywhere in your game. It's very complete. So that's one area that I, I very rarely, very, very rarely feel like I'm on the. Mm. There's, on I the don't bad think side there's of. a movement that I can do to you any degree of subtlety that you don't have the automatic response for. Yeah, already you've developed. Yeah. So most of the time, it's just power. It's just do you have the yeah. power to do it? But so I, I think you, I, I always rate you as the most efficient arm wrestler in Australian arm wrestling, mm. um, and I think a lot of people agree with me on that. So that was just Lottie to experience. You didn't win it. You should have. No. You didn't. Should have. Should have. Could have. Would have. Yeah. Should have. Could have. Would have. But didn't. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. But anyway, yeah. it's Lottie to twenty twenty one. If it happens, are you going to be there? Remember, your travel's paid for by pound for pound. So <laughs> you better bloody say yes. <laughs> but. <laughs> 2021 is a difficult season, isn't it? It is. Yeah, we don't even know. Because like, like, I'm setting up in my mind that we're not going to be able to travel pretty to much. Honest, I'm expecting that too. Like, it looks like 2023 at the moment, mm. you know. Um, and that's yeah, just... That's because of quarantine requirements when we return. Everywhere. You have to have two weeks here when we get back. And like the stopovers for us, you know, we've got to go to Germany. Mm. All over the place. Malaysia. <laughs> it's yeah. not good stopovers, you, to, you, you know. You also have to get... And we're First a mask all, you, that you whole 30-hour flight you have time? To get, you have to oh. get government approval to even be able to leave the country at first. So you have to have a... Yeah, Larry Wheels, hit me up. Like, you have to have a I'll, reason I'll that... <laughs> reason like it has to be... Assent- the reason I would yeah. use is essential for your business. Yeah. So you'd have to kind of convince the government that your sport is a business, which mm. you could justify that. But anyway, um, so 2021 is a lot of easy, uh, Who knows what, but... Um, the next thing that if, if international travel is not on and the Jordan Davis fans of the world want to know, what are you aiming for if you're staying here within Australia? There's, what, seven people in Australia that I haven't got pins on, I think, that are all, unfortunately, super heavyweights. <laughs> um, yep. But, like, you know, there's, you know, people like, I wish I could get uh, what's your, what's your an informed Guntus, but... Mm. He, you know, he's, retired, he, yeah. he's retired now. Like you know, I took the man's wrist and you know felt within a mm. of of taking him out of his shoulder. But mm. you know, mm-hmm. so who are they? You've got Ryan Scott. Yep. Ben Carroll. Ben Carroll. Lock on a dare. Yep. Brett Coots. Brett Coots. Myself, Mario. I've got pins on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got <laughs> Mario. See, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You're not hunting a match with him, nah. but, he, but he's someone that you and him are. Yeah, in, in, you're a very similar caliber, both of you. Yeah, Mario is one of those guys who I, I if I had to bet on who was going to potentially, be, I, I back him to beat Ryan Scott. I back him to, um, mm. to be right there. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's feeling that that good. Yeah, uh, like he's got the power. I know Sydney Club's going to love that. Um, <laughs> Is that what that was? Brought the extra <laughs> power. Um, yeah. So, mm. you know, he, he always brings it when he does. Um, I think Mario is still in that, that lovely learning journey of Keep knowing talking. how to do it. But um, everyone's got to 
Mm-hmm. Just making sure that we're still recording. I am. I am. <laughs> no, but... I'm just going to... Give us... Hold two, that thought. Three, two, two seconds, one. Guys. Magic trick. And we're back. Sorry. And, and we're back, <laughs> yeah. We're recording it. I'm glad I thought of that because I could have dropped out at any moment. Oh. I looked down and was like... That would have been bad. This drops out at yeah. about 27. We would have had... It would have just been just a podcast, audio only. Um, Which we're going to have a special a special guest is going to be coming on soon. Very uh, yeah, well. very special guest. Known me for uh, what seven years, nearly seven yeah, years. Yeah, someone that's been chasing you and the ability to pin you. I think he actually has pins on you. He does. He does. He does. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the Queensland State titles on the side table. Yep. 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 Side table pin. Definitely a lot of training. Yeah, <laughs> a lot yeah. of training. It has together. a significant uh, side pressure drive. Absolutely. Um, flops a lot. Though. Flops a lot. Does yeah. like <laughs> does like the flop. Yeah, also um, likes bananas, so, you know. Mm. <laughs> okay, I get where you where you go with that one. I didn't think for a moment. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we will have a special guest. I don't know if you worked out who based on that. but there Let's you. put it this way. He's building his way up step by step on Minecraft. Mm, yeah. yeah it would. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly I'm getting is. good at this, guys. He certainly is. Anyway, we'll wait for the special guest to arrive, and in the meantime, um, we'll keep chatting. But yep. um, so with the Australian, Australian scene, you're... Uh, how how high are you aiming for 2021? I know 2021. I'd like to tick two of those off if I could. One mid year, and then one at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have smaller matches in between, but I'd like two by the end of this year, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, COVID pending, mm. um, if they can happen or not. So, um. I'm about to go go down the path once I get comfortable with the way that I'm training with Ray to to take on the um the lovely weight gain again mm-hmm. <laughs> and slowly um you know bulk up to to where I want to be again um and bring some extra power in the right areas mm-hmm. through Ray's training so yeah nice yeah guys I think I hear a knock at the door our special guest just arrived let me just uh go let him in and ooh, we'll be back ooh. in a moment. Alrighty, ladies and gents, our special guest has arrived. It is, of course, Bradley the Billy Gorilla. How are you, brother? Good. Good to see you, mate. We've been talking to none other than Jordan, the Regent Davis, uh, about everything arm wrestling. And the story goes that you've got a pin on this man. Do you remember the day you arm wrestled Jordan at the, uh, at the Ecker? Yeah. How did it go? Tell us about it. Well, I don't really remember. You don't really remember? <laughs> I remember there was a gr- great video on TikTok from you pinning him. I think you used. Uh, what's your favorite? What is your favorite movie in arm wrestling? Which one? Well, I didn't know it just then, but I like to often like make the hook. Yeah. And then do the top roll. You like to? Oh, so you like to go from from a hook to a top roll? Yeah. It's a good combo. It is a good combo because I often beat people with it. If I can get it in that position. I always win. Oh my goodness. Who, who. But it's a tough job. It is. Ooh, it is. <laughs> I'd you agree know, with you, that. Know, you know who made uh, that move famous? And they called no. it the can opener? No, uh, Mr. Devin Larratt himself. <laughs> remember um, Devin Larratt? You actually met Devin Larratt, didn't yes, you? Yes, I do. What did you think mm-hmm. of Devin when you met Devin? You good dude? <laughs> he's, a bit, yes. he's tall, isn't he? He's like six foot a million. Yeah, he's kind of like that to me. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so tell me about Bradley, your best ever arm wrestle moment. What about at school, at training? Come on, it's got to be beating me. That's that's all <laughs> I want to hear now. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, ha, have you? I think beating Titus for the first time. Who's Titus? 
my friend. Tell the tell the tell the YouTube who Titus is. Well, Titus is my friend, and he is very strong. He is, he actually is tremendously strong. I've seen Titus. Yeah, he can do a lot of a push-ups. Lot. Not just that, he can just every time Titus and me just go to everyone. Yeah, just We're just like hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. For, for YouTube uh, so pedigree, right here, pedigree. Yeah. To telling a bit of a story about Bradley's arm wrestling. Um, I, I remember going to pick up Bradley from school one afternoon and uh, the arm wrestling was happening. And, and, and it was this swarm of boys from Bradley's age up to about three years above him that were all just <laughs> essentially lining up to have a go with Bradley because Bradley was just king of the table, just just next, just next. Across the table. Next, <laughs> just with pure hair control, ball, hair control. And now, when you're too strong for someone, what do you do then? I don't know. As in, like, like if you're trying to teach them, you give them, do you give them real pressure or do you give them training pressure? What do you do? Well, if they're like in year two or above me, mm-hmm. I definitely go hard on them. You go hard on them. Yeah, but younger people, like preps, yep. year ones, those people, because I'm in year two now. Mm-hmm. That means people below that, I have to easily go easy on them because. They need to learn. They need to learn. So some people don't even know arm wrestling. That's yeah. amazing. A lot can you believe it? Can you? I can't believe it. It's hard. It's, it's hard. It's, is this the best sport in the world or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell what else we got. Um, that should be a new thing on there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's the best sport in the world. You like to hook and then top roll from the hook. Yeah. Mm. Can opener style. Do you, do you, how would you rate your side pressure? I don't really know. Uh, is it good or is it bad? I'm pretty sure it's good. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's decent. Well, that was how you actually how you pinned Jordan that day. Yeah. You actually <laughs> let the wrist go and you side pressure drived. And then I think you had a bit of a flop press at the end. Yeah. Flop I even press. kings moved. What? I even kings moved under the table. <laughs> under the table. <laughs> it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bradley, do you have a favourite arm wrestler? Jordan and Dad. Jordan and Dad, there we go. Was it in that order or was it Dad and Jordan? Dad and Jordan. Oh, thank goodness for that. I thought I would be relegated. You had to ask. I was feeling good then. I was like, yeah. No, you're both the same. Oh, Oh, there we go. Very very political. Very political. Very good. Uh, And what about out of the international arm wrestlers that you've met? Because you've met Justin Bishop. You've met uh, Devin Larratt. You've met Todd Hutchings. Matt Mask. Uh, Matt was here. Did you meet? You no, know, you met Ron Bath. Yeah, Ron Bath. I don't think Giannis. You met Giannis. Yeah, did you meet? Yeah, you did meet Giannis. You met. You met. You've I met think, multiple world you know, like There's Devin, a lot of people. I think right I now like jealous. Devin Larratt. You like Devin yeah. the best. He is cool, isn't he? What is it about Devin Larratt that you you like? I don't really know. Is there something about him? Is it his? No. Is it his funny jokes? No. No. Is it his? Uh, yeah, his funny jokes. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, is, is it his laid-back nature? What's laid-back? <laughs> you know, he's, like, really chilled. He's a super cool dude. He's like, hey, man, what's up? Well, no, I'm <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Devin is a cool dude. I agree with you on that one, Bradley. Um, do you got any questions for Jordan whilst we got him here? No. You know, guys, what we will do is we will do a plug for this young fella here. This guy has his own YouTube channel, and as you can see, the man can talk. Mm. He can <laughs> yeah. talk. Absolutely. 
And uh, he's got a few other skills too, and he's showcasing them. Uh, what, what, what is your YouTube channel all about, Bradley? Tell us. Well, either Minecraft or arm wrestling. Basically, just that. There you go. Yeah. Mine, yeah. Minecraft and arm wrestling, two things that. Yeah, uh, I really like the arm wrestling the best. Yeah. So we'll get you know where can they where can they subscribe? What's the name of your channel? Um, I don't. Know. It's. Bra- <laughs> I'll help you out, Bradley the Vanilla Gorilla. <laughs> You find him on YouTube. How, how many subscribers are you up to today? Um, twenty-five. Tw- I think it was twenty-three, but you never know. It might be twenty-five. But guys, twenty-three <laughs> subscribers—that's pretty cool. Let's—if you got any kids that like arm wrestling or Minecraft, mm. you should go subscribe and uh, hang out with Bradley because he's killing it, aren't you, buddy? Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, getting a little, little, little magical. Oh. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> <crowd. laughs> well, the crowd goes wild. Ooh. Oh, my God. Boom, boom. Where's the... Oh. <laughs> anyway, enough of all that nonsense. Bradley, thank you so much for joining us on the show, brother. Good stuff. Let me, let me feel that hand strength. I want to feel it. Show me how much... Pe- <laughs> you do have a strong hand for how old are you? Um, seven. seven. Oh, he's got the kickback and climb and down. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Getting that leverage. Show Still getting knuckles high too. Show Jordan that power. The wrist flexion is there. <laughs> you can see why he's crushing. You got a stronger wrist than your dad. Jeez. You and Sam Burnett next week. <laughs> oh, there's that side pressure. And the lap nice. track too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ladies and gents, there it is, the clap from Bradley Red of the Force. Ladies and gents, we're going to say, see you later to our special guest, and then we're going to continue with Jordan the Reach Out right after this. Guys, we're clearly back. Uh, yeah. Vanilla Gorilla. Hung up the mic and he's out of here. Gone. What did you think of his, of his hand pressure? He's getting good. It's good. It, it, it's what I love about kids. You know what? I, actually, before we go on, yeah. What I remember about Bradley was when we first started training, him hanging underneath the, the mm. table just by his <laughs> fingertips, just swinging underneath the table like straight arms, swinging. You know, always what I, had a strong hand. I think kids. Uh, what I like about kids arm wrestling is that it demonstrates how much uh, movement efficiency matters mm. because kids aren't inherently str- that strong. Yeah, they're all on a pretty level playing field, um, and yet. He's and he at the end of the day probably doesn't train for arm wrestling, mm. but he's around arm wrestling. He observes arm wrestling. He hears talk about arm wrestling. He sees arm wrestling in action all the time, and subsequently he moves like an arm wrestler. Yeah, just it's just just part of it. He doesn't have to think. It's just like this is what you do. You hook yeah. and then you top roll and then and then you, you jam with your shoulder like whatever. Um, and subsequently. Kids at school just get crushed by, like I said, the king of the table. So I love that kids' arm wrestling highlights how much efficient movement matters mm-hmm. in this sport. And you were someone who started that way as well, didn't you? I don't. I mean, I don't want to get into the full story of how you started, but you you were. Let's just say Bradley today was stronger <laughs> than where I started. <laughs> Not quite that extreme, but close. No, in the hand and wrist, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you're someone who values uh, that order of of hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, why do you Why do you value that as opposed to get strong first and learn to arm wrestle later? I always think that it's harder to teach a strong guy 
small well. tricks. Mm-hmm. That's that's the easiest way to put it. Mm. You know, you ask someone, you know, that can, you know, curl eighty kilos to try and learn arm wrestling for, you know, arm wrestling. Mm learn how to arm wrestle afterwards and it's not going to work out as as well mm. in my they opinion they stay in broad movements you know yeah absolutely yeah. because I've got the bigger muscle groups to rely on and kick back to mm. um, and that's why um, like I said similar things to like Sam Burnett you know he's always had that power but now he's at the point where he wants to try and step up and, and get to that point where he can beat Phil mm. where Phil you know had had power at the start but then he you know went down weight and stayed in between for a while mm. and he was never the strongest guy in the class so he had to learn how to arm wrestle better execute faster all those kind of things and that's what Sam's got to catch up on if he wants to catch guys like Phil mm. yeah yeah I, I agree it's it's always interesting because you can you can always say if two guys are the same strength the mm. one who moves better will win mm-hmm. but you can also say that if two guys move equally as well as each other the stronger guy will win yep. um, but I do 100% agree with you that when it comes to the learning process, it's easier to teach a weak person how to arm wrestle yeah. than it is to teach a really strong person. Mm. People like uh, Marcus Atirai, for instance, mm. hugely strong, but because he is so strong, yeah. he can stop 99% of people that he pulls with, with terrible techniques. With terrible technique. Can, and broad so strokes. it's hard for him to feel the need to, to move well. So, Like, imagine if Marcus, you know, had... I don't know, a couple of months with Guntus. Mm. You know, learning yeah. how to top roll then. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, it's still better than... I Personally, I think it's still better than what we could give him, mm. you know, mm. over the same amount of time. Even yeah. though I think I could impart more more knowledge. Mm. He, he gets to feel a more realistic balance. Yeah, yeah. and where yeah. he can't go, yeah. where he can go, yeah. what he has access to and what he does Even though you and I can beat Marcus... He still, the story isn't complete um, on the way we're beating him. It's not, it's not how arm wrestle will feel with him when he is up against men of the same physical no. caliber as him. No, no one's going to hit that kind of mm. execution. At the end of the day, he is stronger than you and I by a long way. A long way. A long, <laughs> a long way. Uh, well, he's not far from doubling what I can do in back pressure. You know, like, yeah, he it's lifted. It's really not that far. He, he lifted uh, seventy-two point five kilos in that. So he got, what, uh, 25 more kilos than mm-hmm. me? Yeah, which is up there at the pointy end of all the all the elites. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah. Teaching a strong guy is difficult. Uh, you started weak, so you learn very well. Mm. Uh, and still to this day, you're balanced with people that are much, much stronger than you, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's what I pride myself on being able to do. And that I, ca- I think I've kind of built a reputation, especially in Brisbane, mm. and probably a... Sh- across Australia that, you know, it's not going to be an easy day whatever class I walk into. Mm. Um, so. Mm. Yeah. All right, so let, let's let's wind up this podcast and show with uh, a, t- a topical thing right now in the world Ooh. of arm wrestling. Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> if, if, if we had to say what's the most talked about thing at the moment, it's probably Levan and Michael. Oh, um, gosh. Give us your read. Give us your read on Do the. I have the, to? Yeah, I want to. We want. I want to know. I want to know your opinion. I've given mine on the fix already with Neil's Neil's channel. What's your opinion? Where Where did you see it six months ago? Where did you see it? And where do you see it now after having all the Dubai stuff go down? Well, I met a ball of fluff, and then I saw a raging ten foot bear come out of a 
competition. <laughs> You're talking corner. about for those who don't know what cryptic code that was. He's talking about the ball of fluff being the soft, gentle teddy bear version of Levan that we met at Germany in the airport, mm-hmm. where he was very quiet natured. Yeah, didn't even look that big, did he? No, no like and I was like, oh yeah, if I put on, you know, twice my size, I, I but, could but be that he, big but too. He, but I actually agree with that. He didn't actually seem to be that imposing. No, his hand was big. You know, he had solid frame, and I was like, okay, you know, the big guy. Mm. And then he walked out for comp, and I was like, what the <laughs> when hell he came is out of that tunnel, that? and the chest was out, the shoulders were out, and he, he was, was breathing, breathing fire, and all. I could literally stuff. see like the air moving, like the particles <laughs> in the air because of the lighting. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and he looked like a monster. Yeah, okay. literally. Yeah, and that's what I'd go with. Like, I think Levan moves well enough, thinks well enough that. Like, you and I have different opinions on the way that it could happen, mm. but I think that Levan's got too much... Too much fundamental strength? Yeah. For for what Michael needs to happen, if Levan moves half as well as what he should be able to, mm. I think he can still do it. I think Michael's just the wrong-sized human. Mm. Unless there's an error from Levan, um, he should be okay. Mm. If he makes an error, attacks at the wrong time, yeah, hits the wrong direction in an attack and loses his wrist, yeah, then Michael could take the take the win yeah. and bleed him out. Like I, I, I've met Michael before, mm. and like I'm like, okay, that's a big human, you know. That was when back in 2017 when he yeah. uh, did WAL, yep. right? Um, and I was like, he's a big human, right? And then I saw Levan, and I was like, that's okay, he's a big size human. And I went, no, he's not a big size human, Jordan. That's a freaking beast. That's <laughs> He's got a huge hand. Mm. If if he applies it over the top of Michael's hand, you know, whilst he goes to King's move, it should be able to contain um, a small lat drag to elbow movement up to the front to contain mm. Michael's drop and, and try and lift. Yep. And it should pretty much be over after that if Levan just can't smack him to the pad. Yeah, the smack to the pad may happen. He may have enough containment straight off the go that he can just aggressively go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael really needs to get some degree of of his hand or pronation out. Michael needs to be supernating all hell in the strap setup. Mm, yeah. All hell. Yeah. Supernate for your life. <laughs> <laughs> and um, at the end of the day, the errors need to be big from Levan mm. for it to go wrong. Um, so mm. the, the one thing in Michael's favour is Levan hasn't faced Michael ever before. Yeah. And if and, and Michael's got room for error in his move. Um, fundamentally, we know Michael's nowhere near Levan. Mm. But as Paul Lynn described it the other night on The Fix, the reason people call Michael the monster is not because of his fundamental no. strength. It's because of his ability to never die. Yeah. It's, it's hard to kill Michael Todd. Uh, and King's move rules aside, yeah. uh, if he gets it established, does Levan have... Uh, the ability to lose a round and come back and regain fundamentals or does he have the ability to win from a compromised position? See, I th- I'd say that if Levan was losing, so if he went for a hit per se mm. and cracked his own wrist back, I'd hope that within the person that he is, that he realizes that he shouldn't keep trying. Yeah. Well, he loves the he. He's never lost a super match, uh, or never never lost a round. Sorry, in a super match, 
so he want. I know he very very. He's publicly said all he six does. O's. Yeah, he's gonna six O everyone. Yeah, and he, that's that's his kind of legacy is that he went through the top eight six Oing everyone, and he wants to keep that score <laughs> clean. <laughs> so he he'll fight. Yeah, uh, he will. He will. If he's just back, he'll be flop pressing and all that sort of stuff, looking for a pin. Which which is doable. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, we, like we, it, it I, is. But I haven't seen him have to go to go there. But for instance, in the past, he's lost to someone like Saban Badalescu. This was many years ago, mm. maybe four years ago or something. Yeah, Saban Badalescu, one of the best kings the move. Strong mother trucker. Yeah. yeah, and kings move shape at yeah. the end of the day. So um, open arm top roll. Open arm top roll. That's what we're calling it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, let's. Well, yeah, we're not going to open that can of worms of what makes the king's move illegal or not, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting one. The whole Levan thing, um, whether we see it happen or not, it's another question. Igor's kind of tried to come out and publicly kill that. Yeah, um, which it doesn't stop what people want to see. Mm, the, the fans want to see it clearly. Like um, at the end of the day, like as as I've heard Neil say, you know, if People just work together. You can both make money mm. and make everyone happy. Yeah. The thing, like, the thing that I think you that, put those matches yeah. together, what I and w- people what will watch it. They will pay per view. Yeah, yeah, you could easily raise fifty grand in pay per view. Easy for that match right there. Easy, and that's then you could have the third party sponsors on top of it. Um, and you're probably well, going to make another you're probably going to make couple. There's probably you know, hundred grand behind the match easy. So, in this day and age, what 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 I hope people like Igor see and realize is that. Uh, given the climate of the world, we still need to have arm wrestling matches happening. And he can rest assured that the arm wrestling world wants PAL to survive this period. We want WAL to survive this period. We want all those things because those those two leagues in particular legitimize professional arm wrestling better than anything. Yeah, they have a product that holds up arm wrestling better than any garage match can ever do. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to see those two organizations fail, and we'll all be back on the support train for them mm. when they happen. But we do want matches in the meantime. Yeah. And as you've said, there's still plenty of ways to profit. There's still plenty of ways to profit. And um, so, side note, like Australia's just pulled off, you know, the tennis. Mm. Like, we've just gotten, you know, half of the international players to come here. Mm. Yeah, they had to quarantine. But arm wrestling can be done in a garage anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, the, it's like, a low-budget sport that yeah. we can... We've already proven that we can get two people to Dubai. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't be hard to get the, a PAL crew or yeah. a WAL what do you crew need, like, or a film crew, just an independent film crew. 20? Like, 20 people? Honestly, if, know, P, if, and PA, athletes? Yeah, if PAL and WAL both said, all right, let's pick a date. Let's go to Dubai. Both of our production crews will both broadcast on our on our yeah. YouTube channels. Um, <sighs> or let's negotiate a deal, broadcast on one, and that person pays the other. Yeah, Whatever yeah. it is you want to do. Easy should, contract it, right it there. It could be done. An event by event contract. I think all long term contracts, if not abolished, just need to be at least paused yeah. until COVID buggers off. Pause all contracts and reinvent the wheel for the next couple of years, because uh, Levana Michael needs to happen at some point. And that only uh, only allows our sport to continue stronger through a time of not so great for the mm. sport. Because we actually have the biggest following internet based following the sports ever seen right yeah. now. Absolutely. Easily, people like Larry Wheels jumping in love with the sport and probably getting behind it. And with the audience is massive. And if we're going to Dubai, Larry's going to be pumping that thing yeah. hard. Just imagine Larry. Yeah, imagine imagine you get Larry free live advertisement streaming. advertisement right there. 
Yeah. Like, again, PAL, PAL, WAL, Levan, Michael, whoever could easily negotiate a deal with Larry for a pay-per-view on Larry's channel. Larry's got one point something million subs. If Larry asked for five bucks for (laughs) pay-per-view for that match, I would bet there'd be 100,000 people that of his one point something million that would pay the five dollars. There's five hundred grand. <laughs> Problem solved, guys. Like, like uh, yeah, and, and cut a deal with Larry. Give Larry. Larry gets twenty percent. Pal gets twenty percent. Wl gets twenty percent. Levan gets twenty percent. Michael gets twenty percent. And Larry probably gets more subscribers. Exactly. <laughs> there's a five. <laughs> well, he's not going to complain. A five, there's a five. And then there's third party sponsors. Yeah. That you can put their banners up in the background. Hundred percent. So anyway. It sounds easy. It sounds easy. It sounds it, easy. We understand that it's a little bit harder than that, you know, <laughs> and people got to overcome, you know, mm, there's a bit certain of, things. Yeah, but a bit of pride and ego gets in the way and got to be my way or no other ways. It's hard to compromise. But guys, it's, um, it's all for, you know, what's, mm, what's, for what's, the sake of the arm wrestling. Uh, oh, the people want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, and get it over and done with. Like, what's it been now? Four years of people mm. saying, oh, no, what about... Yeah. Who, who's to that? And well, the one thing I didn't 30 like, years later, the one no thing I really knows. didn't like that, that uh, Igor said was he he backhandedly uh, said that Michael was very, was inferior through the the WAL. He kind of implied that uh, he was offered a spot in top eight, didn't accept it. So now He's champions very, only pull champions mm. and he has to earn his way through the Zloty to to even have a go at being considered for the top eight. And I'm like, well, hang on a second. Michael is legitimately a badass. He is, no matter who you are, in contention. If you're willing to put him in a PAL super match mm. against one of against the best Pushka, guys. Against the off. Truben. Yeah. Oh, wait. Half of those people were in the top eight. Yeah. I mean, let's realistically say Michael Todd just beat Dave Chafee quite convincingly. Mm. In his last match, yeah. he beat Dave Chafee. Or second last match, he beat Jared Catteret in his last one. But either way, he, he beat Dave Chafee. Dave Chafee uh, smashed Gennady Vikvinia last yeah. time. So there's a, it's not even, it's, it shouldn't yeah. even be a debate. It shouldn't even be about whether Michael Todd is worthy of a shot with Levan. Um, PAL, I do disagree strongly with that um, approach. I felt that to be kind of insulting towards Michael and, uh, and very arrogant in the it's our way or no other way kind of thing. I think compromise is the best solution right now and split the pie. Yeah. Split the pie and let's get on with arm wrestling. Yeah. Everyone can do mm. a pie graph. You know, I've always said, YouTube, get me to a million subs and there'll be more. I will put more money back into this sport than you can imagine. Seriously, do it. Get me to a million subs. Uh, the revenue that you make at a million subs is pretty darn big and uh, I don't, I'm very happy with the way I live in terms of Money, I'm I'm good. I'm 100% reinvesting everything this channel makes into the sport. So if, uh, I would like if I had that level of content, man, there wouldn't be a match that happens on on, a, on my channel that's for less than 10 grand. It just would that'd be the way. I'd just be like, all right, I'm gonna travel to here and uh, this badass and that badass. The world wants to see it. 10 grand, let's go. It's 10k. <laughs> That's how I'd roll. I don't know. Mm. I'd keep it low budget in terms of production, but the money would be real because we're at a million subs. And we know a million subs is 
is big, big money in YouTube at the moment. Anyway. All right, Ryan. Last yeah. question for you. Ooh. 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 Question Ooh. for me. To wrap up the podcast on me. Uh-huh. Who would you want me to verse now mm. and at the end of the year? International or Australian? Both. Okay. Uh, Let's make it interesting. I'll, I'll end with the, uh, the international. Australian, I think that um, I'd like to see you, first of all, firmly get control of your, your size, your mm-hmm. weight. I'd like to see you at a minimum 90 kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, at 90 kilos, I'd like to see you take on Ryan Scott. I mm-hmm. think he's the man that uh, has the highest reputation among Australian arm wrestlers that I think you have the tools to dismantle. Um. So Ryan, you, you against Ryan Scott, I think it's a fascinating match. And despite you being 25 kilos lighter than him if you, at 90 kilos, I think you get the job done. And I think you could shock any, shock Australia right there. Um, you, you're smiling because you can already feel it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can, uh, one thing about me is, and you know this of me, is I, yeah. I, have, uh, I, I have an ability I feel. I call it an ability. Call it whatever it is. I don't know. I think I have an ability to see the potential in people uh, mm. way before they can see it in themselves. Uh, I know I, I did that with you. I helped bring you through doubt and self-doubt and helped you become the arm wrestler mentally that you are. Mm. Um, and I can easily see you surpassing Ryan Scott. I can, I can easily see you in control of the entire Australian scene if you if <laughs> you get control of your body weight. At 90 kilos, I don't think you're number one in the country. I think, you, I think you're number two or three, though. At 100 kilos, I, I think... really comfortable. I think at 100 kilos, it's hard to not see you as number one in the country. Mm. Honestly. Um, so that's what I'd like to see you do in Set Australia. Set stone 100. Yeah. yeah. If, 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 yeah. yeah if, you're, not. if you're not eating excessive amounts to try to maintain that, if it's yeah. just your walk around... Yeah. <laughs> internationally, I'm going to keep you at the weight you are. Mm. 86 kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to pass the button of... Um, I don't know which one's which, but... Uh, ooh, ooh, I don't know what button this is. Anyway, internationally, I'd like to pass the baton of my previous uh, aspirations to surpass and beat Justin Bishop onto you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was it going to be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no, I think that just, Justin is someone that I've dropped off my list, not because of... Um, a lack of arm wrestling caliber or a disrespect, but because of size difference, mm. I want to chase people that are elite at my body weight, mm. which for me is 95 kilos. Yeah, um, Justin's 84. And yes, if he bulked up to 90 and I dehydrated to 90, it would be a killer match. Mm. Um, and I'd be ready for that match and would love that match. But Just don't nearly kill yourself when you dehydrate yeah, next time. But given the weight difference and in, in that I'm trending upwards in body weight, um, I no longer see it appropriate that I push for a match with Justin because it's kind of like, well... Yeah, dude, you're 12 kilos heavier than him, so yeah. why are you pushing for that? Um, but like I said, I'd love to see you in that match. I think you have the tools to to crack Justin's wrist and to control that, and uh, I think it'd be a good match. Cool. And I think, if, yeah, I think it would just be a good match. Cool. <laughs> happy with those answers? Yeah, happy enough. They're two similar arm wrestlers, Ryan Scott and Justin Bishop. Yeah. They both have a similar, similar nasty... Wrist and back pressure set up. Actually, it was the same day that we la- uh, last saw both of them. Really? Yeah, in super match together. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, ladies and gents, um, if you've enjoyed this this uh, podcast tonight, make sure you leave us a like and uh, subscribe, and also jump on your Instagram, Jordan the Reacher. Yeah, go for yeah, it. It's 
stuff. Because, so good, eh? You know? But um, guys, thank you so much for joining us in tonight. It's good to get the Richard back on. It's been a while since we've got inside his head. Uh, and it was good to see you feeling strong on the table in uh, the video earlier tonight yeah. as well. If you so. didn't catch it, catch yeah, it now. Go, go check it out now. Yeah. Um, got something to watch now. Rich is getting back in form, which is good. Yeah. Anyway, mate, thank you very much. What's the deal to New get form there? coming soon. Are you a good air arm wrestler or not? No, terrible. Uh, Phil Rasmussen, oh, too. He's, he's a killer. Don't yeah. ever air arm wrestle, Phil. No. All right, guys. Take care. See you. Yes, that's a bet!